0: Welcome to Creative Mind Living, a podcast for personal growth based on the works of Carl Jung, neuroscience, and Eastern philosophies. We are your hosts, Deborah Barrett Maldonado and Dr. Rob Maldonado, founders of Creative Mind Coaching. So we're about to embark on a new year. 2020. A new decade. Oh my God. And so... We thought that it would be a great topic to enter the new year. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about reincarnation. And how does that relate to the new year?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. (laughs) Well, the way it it relates is that the new year is about a new beginning. Mm. And reincarnation is about new beginnings. It's about the cycle of life
0: you were saying this morning, there was some uh, article on, about the UN.
1: Oh, right. Um, yeah, it struck me as uh, how, you know, this really shows how backward we still are as a human uh, race.
0: <laughs> really?
1: the There's a group of uh, young women that mm. are presenting a bill of rights, a bill of human rights, uh, specifically for girls around the world.
0: It's amazing that we would have to do that. That it it shouldn't be obvious that we should take care of children and especially girls.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, uh, it's good to see that people are doing these things, but it highlights uh, how far uh, we still have to go.
0: And so how does that tie into reincarnation and what can reincarnation or the study of it help Mm -hmm. us understand humanity as a whole? That's really the point. Yes. It's like why why first of all for our own peace of mind that there's something else but there must be something that we can learn from understanding reincarnation.
1: Yeah, and uh, we're going to talk about that towards the end of the discussion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, like uh, what's the use of talking about all these things? Yes. <clears throat> so uh, there's a
0: reason why we do this. <laughs>
1: There's a a reason to the madness, yeah. So even 25% of Christians believe in reincarnation.
0: That's amazing. I remember, uh, well, I was raised Catholic, and I remember thinking that, you know, that that idea was blasphemy to Mm. believe in reincarnation. But in the Bible, there are uh, certain passages that actually talk about uh, rebirth.
1: Right, right. Yeah, so what is it... uh... Uh, how would we define reincarnation for our purposes, let's say? Uh, here's my basic definition, and then you can give me yours.
0: Okay, we'll see. We'll <laughs> compare.
1: Uh, I would say that it is the idea of the individual soul mm. taking on a different body mm-hmm. after the death of this current body. Mm. It's the simplest definition.
0: But then we have to define what is the individual soul. <laughs> right. And I think a lot of people misinterpret that. They think their soul is their ego. They think that their that personality that they are is goes with them when they die. And, of course, that's one school of thought we'll talk about more. But I think that, um, yeah, it's an idea that there's a part of us, uh, aspect of us, that lives on and has other experiences, yeah. and has also brought experiences from past experience, past lives. That it, there's a part of us that has never been born and never die, will die. I think that's the uh, the quotes in Vedanta. They talk about that that you were you you are have never been born and you never die. So this illusion of having this body and life is just a different perspective. Yeah. It's yeah. a different perspective than actual. experience. A physical experience.
1: Yes. And you mentioned something uh, important, right? That we want to believe. Yes. Right, because what it implies is that this is not the end. Mm. And certainly in Hinduism, the whole idea uh, presented in yoga, for example, in Vedanta and Buddhism, is that you go from life to life Mm -hmm. and literally. Hundreds of thousands of lives. What does science say about reincarnation? What
0: is it? What well, it's, say? As,
1: it's as solid as we can get, let's yeah. say. Um, there are people researching reincarnation and, and they go about it very methodically, right? They look for children that remember past lives. Mm. They say, you know, for some reason, these children spontaneously uh, tell their parents, mm. I remember being some somebody else mm-hmm. and I had a house and I had a wife or I had kids and may- maybe they even speak other languages
0: you know it's really funny My um, my friend who believes in reincarnation uh, when I lived in Colorado, we had a lot of um, I hung out with a lot of spiritual people, so it was easy to talk about. And she said her little boy, when he was really young, he was like, mm. you know, just learning to talk. And he said to her, "Mommy, do you remember when I was the parent and you were the child?" <laughs> and that, and she goes, "What do you mean?" And she goes, "He goes in that other life, mm. you know, in another life." And and she was blown away by that, you know, this uh, kind of um, idea that they could have known each other before. And I think we kind of want to feel that way with love, right? The soulmates, and we've done been here before. So, yeah, but children, that's very common. People do a report that their children are speaking, uh, even knowing languages or knowing places that they couldn't have any physical memory of.
1: Yes. And so these researchers then document uh, some of those facts to Mm -hmm. see if, well indeed we can get some data mm-hmm. on, on this phenomena and and if we can build enough uh data sets on on this phenomena then we can say well there's some evidence mm. right so that's that's a scientific approach
0: it's kind of like taking notes and uh looking at the evidence and making assumptions yeah
1: yeah observation that that's the method the kind of the go to method of scientific uh, uh, of the scientific method is to observe mm-hmm. um the only problem with that is that we know science is based on this concept of materialism. Not in, in the way we talk about it socially. That, like
0: material girl. <laughs> yeah, that
1: somebody's a, a materialistic. I'm into money. Because yeah. they want a lot of uh, things. That, that's not what it means. In, in philosophy, materialism simply means that you believe the foundation of the universe to be matter.
0: And physical physical matter, yeah, versus the other non-materialistic uh, point of view,
1: right? Uh, uh, the let's say in Vedanta or the Upanishads, which are we're going to talk about a little bit. The in the Upanishads, uh, the paradigm, meaning the the foundational assumption, is very different. Mm-hmm. The foundational assumption is that. Everything arises in consciousness mm. and that every phenomena what what we call the physical universe is actually an appearance a dreamlike experience it doesn't mean it's not happening it's happening and we're experiencing it but the nature of that experience is very different than the materialistic uh perspective
0: if you're enjoying this conversation and do not want it to end it doesn't have to You can join us on our Facebook fan page at Creative Mind Method and continue the conversation. Get tools, free visualizations, free downloads, and announcements of live events and new courses that we're hosting. So join us after the show at Creative Mind Method on Facebook. See you there. So you know what really helped me understand what you're saying, because it's really kind of conscious universe, material universe. So those of you at home listening, just think about the last dream you remember. And that dream had buildings and images and cars and grass and people. And then when you woke up, they were gone. But they were very real in the dream. That's basically what we're experiencing in waking life. But it feels more dense. And it has like a different kind of quality, but it's really the same. And that is mind blowing that we're actually mm. living a dream <laughs> in a dream like consciousness. So what we believe in our mind, we end up creating just like in a dream where we're seeing our mind in the dream. We're cre- the, the, where do those worlds come from? It came from our own consciousness, just like this world that we see when we're awake. So that's really mind blowing. So with that perspective, how do we move in this physical world if we're if the soul is physical and then it moves to a physical body, then how does that mm-hmm. work in a conscious universe?
1: Yes. So it definitely changes the question of reincarnation mm-hmm. if we're not considering it uh, to t- to be taking place in a material universe. It's taking place in a conscious universe,
0: mm-hmm.
1: then that. That makes more sense, actually, mm-hmm. then we can understand it more in the context that uh, Hinduism understands mm. it, and certainly Buddhism uh, understands it where it 's not so much that we 're going from physical body to physical body that some some energy like a little ghost in us <laughs> is jumping from one physical body to another physical body. Mm-hmm. But essentially, that we are in that kind of dream state, like you said, that we call reality, and then when we appear to die, or when this body appears to die, we appear then to inhabit another body. So, if if you if we follow the the um, the example that you were saying of a dream, uh, it would make more sense to think of it as going from dream to dream.
0: Ah, now that makes sense. Yeah. So you're going from dream to dream. And then it's not that the physical reality is not real. It's just that it's not as real as we think it is. It's not like we're misunderstanding what it is, but there is some reality to it. I mean, let's talk about the body has DNA. So it has things in it programmed from our uh, genetic background that when, you know, whatever that comes alive in it is taking on basically all that. Pattern and and patterning from past generations. Yes. So in a sense, that could also be a past life in a way of, of all the people that have incurred patterns and conditioning and ideas and experiences that you're basically stored in the DNA.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. But if you think about the the DNA molecule itself and you start to break it apart and ask, well, what is it made out of? Oh no. It's you, not real. It's not solid. You will not find any any I mean, solid material yeah, there. Yeah. Well, again, it goes back to energy or uh, consciousness. Mm-hmm.
0: And so it's kind of like a matrix of uh kind of a code mm-hmm. that we're in that creates this illusion of this world that we're in. And then the mind and consciousness acts around, you know, is 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 creating it actually and experiencing yeah. it through self awareness of ourselves being aware that we're awake, mm-hmm. right? That, so there's this element of there's an experiencer, and then there's the witness that's experiencing the experience, yes, or, or, or witnessing the experience, yeah. becoming aware of it.
1: Right, because there's another implication. And so, if you think about materialism again, uh, the scientific perspective, it essentially says that our brain is a biological unit, mm-hmm. or our body is a biological biological unit. Then that then generates consciousness. It, it generates this awareness of through the brain, mm-hmm. through the nervous system. It becomes self aware. Now. That perspective kind of puts us in a bind because then if we take that perspective, then it makes sense that if the body disintegrates, then we're gone uh, essentially mm. because we're saying consciousness arises from the body, and we know we can see and when animals die and people die, they essentially
0: disintegrate they- and and so that's the fear right that we have that we're gonna like disappear. But isn't the isn't this really why we have our in us some kind of feeling of we need to make meaning in our life' oh, There's yes. like a it's like a, this knowing maybe that we're not aware of past lives, but this knowing that mm. there is Something more to us than what we that than this one life that there's something deeper that we need to discover, even if we don't know what it is, even if we're an atheist and have don't have any spiritual um upbringing or or, or or practice or anything and shut it out, but there's still that kind of like rake in the back of our head, you know, going, Are you sure? You know, is there something more? And I think that's shows that there is something more than just. We don't just dissolve away.
1: Well, he, and this is an important point here. That Thank you. In,
0: <laughs>
1: that in, in the Upanishads, it's not really a religion the way we think about faith in the West. Mm-hmm. In other words, they're not asking us to believe. Mm-hmm. They're saying this is the way it is because you can experience it this way. In other words, you can prove it to yourself. Yes. Because the implication now if it is consciousness that is creating the universe and not the other way around, that means our awareness, our everyday awareness, meaning the ability to be aware of ourselves in the world, is itself that universal consciousness. Mm. So what it's saying is that if you examine your own mind and you examine the nature of reality you will come to that conclusion, mm. but in a direct experience, not just a belief.
0: Yes, like uh, Jung uh, had mentioned when someone asked, do you believe in God? And he said, believe, no, I know. And there's a difference between believing is kind of like, I believe that there's unicorns and one day I'll live again. But to have that knowing, that it's it, re- it really comes from higher knowledge, from studying it and then also applying it in your mind. Do I know that? You can believe that not all emotions are bad, but when you experience an emotion and you have an experience of it, oh, I could see both sides of it now, you know, and uh, and so that's just a different perspective, yeah. And uh, and so with reincarnation and consciousness and understanding this, we have to move from do we believe it or and or do we know that there's something more,
1: yes, and so. This gives then the whole practice of uh, meditation, of uh, introspection, a whole different perspective, because really what those practices are about, they're, they're not about uh, stress management like we think in the West. Uh, <laughs>
0: Mindfulness. Or relaxing.
1: Just and Being in the moment. Yeah. They're really meant to experience, to have that direct experience of our own consciousness and to realize that that Consciousness that we have at the core of our being is the universal consciousness Mm. that is eternal, cannot be destroyed, cannot be altered in any way, and therefore survives the death of our physical body. And
0: and therefore, reincarnation is real. Yes, but we have to ask ourselves what is incarnate and what is reincarnated. And I think it, like you said, we're moving from dream. To dream, And it, I always think of it as a different perspective, like the oneness, the oneness that we are wants to have an experience of different perspectives of this universe. So it wants to have the perspective of the bird and the flower and the tree, but also the different perspectives of human experience, because yeah. human experience is very different than animal experience in a lot of ways because we are self-reflective. Um, in a deeper way. Well, we can't ask an animal if it's self-reflective because it doesn't speak, but uh, but we know that w- human beings have that frontal lobe. The uh, idea of uh, self-inquiry, um, self-examination, and um, and how how magical could it be to to be in, in an experience of the whole spectrum of the human race. Now, why does this? what can we do with this information? Like, what is the benefit of us knowing all this? And right. so what are some some really cool tools that we can, or, or exercises that we can give people to help them ask these questions and uh, go deeper with this?
1: Yeah, so l- let me ask, uh, or l- let me address the first question. Why is this important? Okay, uh, am
0: I throwing too much at you?
1: <laughs> right, uh, the first part is that we need to we need to understand this because we need to understand the nature of our mind and and the nature of reality. if we depend on the scientific method of course, we're going to be misperceiving so much of our true nature mm-hmm. because it's very it's a very limited way of seeing our human experiences, and it by no account. Really explains the nature of consciousness, and even scientists will admit this mm-hmm. based on their their theories of the human mind. Uh, we should not really be conscious at all uh, based on kind of the way they formulated. Mm-hmm. And so science is not the, the answer to everything, as a lot of people believe. Now, it's a very useful tool. We're not denying that science, that we need it. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's an observational tool that's really um, key to, to building technology and working with nature and each other and, all, and medicine and all those, those uh, great things. So we need to understand this for uh, the meaning, like you said. What is the meaning of our life?
0: why so if we um thought this was it and there was no no, no basically reason to live yeah. uh i think people would hurt hurt other people or would take advantage of this life in a very uh chaotic way oh, in a harmful absolutely. way and mm-hmm. the fact that we feel that there's a higher power most 90 percent of people believe in some sort of higher power that we feel that we are all connected that there's a, a bigger picture there's bigger meaning and i think that's why we're we're kind to each other and <laughs> we 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 have this kind of um this drive to to find out what our purpose is in life
1: Absolutely, and also nature. Yeah, if we see nature as simply like a machine mm-hmm. that's uh, you know like a biological machine that's producing food for us and and these things, then we're not really going to treat it with respect mm-hmm. and and, and you it's know,
0: more utilitarian. It's not yeah. a, alive or connected to us. When we think about living our purpose and what's happening in the world. Um, Think about global warming. Uh, if we don't feel that sense of connectedness to something bigger and we just think, well, let's eat eat up the Earth's resources while we're here. And, and we're not going to be here to there's no punishment afterwards. Let's just, you know, do what we want. I think that would be a very mm-hmm. terrible thing, although we see people are living like that right now.
1: Absolutely. Again, because they're buying into the materialistic paradigm mm-hmm. that we're living in a, in a type of machine And therefore, you know, when you uh, hurt an animal or hurt nature, you know, it doesn't matter. It -hmm. it doesn't have that uh, importance to it. Uh, Another piece is that we need to understand each other and all these different cultures, like we're saying that most people on the planet actually believe in reincarnation as part of their tradition. So we need to understand what they mean when Mm -hmm. they say, I believe in reincarnation. Mm -hmm. That it's not coming from the same place as a scientific perspective, but it's coming from a consciousness perspective.
0: Well, you know, also I wanna say that uh, with reincarnation a lot of people believe in karma and that, that it's a punishment reward type mm-hmm. of system, that if I'm a bad I do some if something bad happened to me in this life, that means I must have done something bad in a past life and I'm getting punished for it. So the, that, that kind of punishment reward system, which is the ego. Is, has infiltrated the whole karmic wheel mm. and uh, and that judgment that we put on our actions or our results in life. So uh, to understand that better for ourselves and and not get so hard on ourselves when we have bad things happen to us, think, oh, I must have been a terrible person in a past life and I deserve this punishment.
1: Mm-hmm. And then thirdly, that uh, this wisdom, it comes from the the wisdom traditions like the Upanishads. <clears throat> Excuse me. It really belongs to to all humankind Mm -hmm. and it's not you know obviously it comes from India or from those areas but it's not just for Hinduism Mm. Uh, it's very much related to uh, what's going on in science right now because if you look at the quantum mechanics the physics that's going on now it's kind of proving that consciousness perspective. Like coming around. Yeah.
0: What can people do? What exercise can people do to, or questions to ask themselves to start really getting clear on what they believe about reincarnation? Yeah. I, what book should they read? <laughs> what yeah, temple should they go to? I, you know, as human
1: beings, we're naturally curious and mm. we all want to know and, and question these things, right? Um, mm. People know what they believe, right? If you ask them, well, what it, what is it that you believe they have some kind of sense of what they believe so i think the first step is always to observe your own mind and ask yourself what was what was, what was the first time or where was the first time that I heard about reincarnation, Mm. and what did I think about it? Mm -hmm. Did I reject it offhand? Did I say, oh, that's complete nonsense, Mm -hmm. or that goes against my Christian beliefs or Mm -hmm. Jewish tradition? Or did you say, well, there might be something there? And then have you studied it? Have you uh, read some of the literature that talks about reincarnation Mm -hmm. and have you considered it as a viable way of believing or understanding Mm -hmm. your life in the universe and and then ask yourself do i want to know more about this Mm -hmm. is it important enough for me to understand the deeper meaning of these uh this
0: phenomena called
1: reincarnation
0: and um you know we have we 're out of time already. we might need to do another, <laughs> another podcast on this because i didn 't even get to all my experience i 've done hundreds of past life regressions as a hypnotherapist mm. so um, so and some by accident where people were very not believing in reincarnation at all and have experiences of other lives and um, and so it's it 's very uh, interesting how powerful the mind can be. And so here's a quick exercise, if you want to play with a past life, if you want to do some kind of um, little discovery, uh, go and imagine that you are, um, you know, think of a feeling uh, that you um, that's uh, kind of uh, that comes up for you in your life right now, like a pattern of a feeling, maybe there's an angst or a frustration. And then ask yourself, Uh, I'd like to go to another time and place in another life where I had this very same feeling and you Mm. open the door and you go in and you just allow your mind to just show you some scene and that would be a quick uh, past life regression you could do. Trust your imagination. A lot of people tell me that they uh, feel like um, they're making it up Mm -hmm. because it feels so weird. But then when we go and examine those um, experiences or or what they pulled up, they did some research and things that they wouldn't know about that time and place. They would do research and Mm -hmm. then it would show, oh, yeah, you know, at that time this happened or that happened.
1: But always keep in mind that uh, we are living in in a conscious universe
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and that the scientific approach does present us with this idea of a material universe but essentially it has never been proven hmm. material has never been identified hmm. which is mind-blowing in itself it, it's a hypothesis <laughs> it's it, it's
0: just, we think it, there's something out yeah. there
1: they they believe it, it's more like a like a religion
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, like a faith mm-hmm. they believe that there's a material Uh, substance somewhere Mm -hmm. but nobody has ever seen it
0: yes well that's it for today we'll have to take up this topic again Um, very uh, juicy uh, (laughs) information and uh, some things to think about so enjoy thinking about your past lives and uh, but make the most of this one right now absolutely take care
1: see you next time